It's the Transformers Nip Pickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I'm John. And today it is episode four of season two of Transformers Animated. It is garbage in, garbage out. This episode was written by Marty Eisenberg, who, yeah, we've heard that name a bajillion times. Last oh, yeah. time on Transformers Animated, after three episodes of being a bunch of ding-dongs, the Elite Guard <laughs> finally saw proof of Decepticons in Earth and left Optimus the fuck alone to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> and in this episode, we open up with the Sammy Davis Jr. Hour. Yeah, we're watching the news and the garbage is piling up and trash bots are malfunctioning because Sumdak Systems isn't maintaining them because of a contract dispute. Yeah, Powell has a little bit where he says, uh, we're in the negotiations until those are done. We're not going to do any maintenance or up, uh, upgrades or whatnot. And then we go back to Sammy saying, basically, that's news, folks. But all the people in the background are yelling at Sammy. Yes, like someone throws an egg and hits him in the head with it. It's like... <laughs> What? You know, oh, you know what it is? They're Christians. <laughs> Hail Satan, baby. Oh, okay. So we go back to Powell in his office then, uh, and he's got his sciences, scientists there, his AIM scientists, and uh, they're like, hey, we came up with this new nanobot, my, they call it microbot thing. It's basically a goo that we pour on garbage, and it eats garbage. Yep, they reduced this pile of garbage to practically nothing because that's... Not how that would work. But anyway, uh, the best part is these things cost a fraction of the amount a trash bot does. So Powell's plan is to basically renegotiate a contract with this new sludge. Uh, so we then go to the Autobots hauling garbage. Yeah, they're unloading bags of garbage out of the back of Prime, and they don't like it, but Prime reminds them it's a good chance to mend some strained relations with the humans. And then comes Ratchet's greatest scene in this series to date. Oh, <laughs> Goes over to him and he's using his magnet beams to pick up garbage and some old man's car comes up with it and the old man's like, that's my car, put that down. Ratchet's like, you shouldn't have put your car on the fucking garbage and they start arguing and Ratchet just drops this guy's car in the water. Yeah, he does not have time for this guy's bullshit at all. And uh, this guy threatens to call the cops, but Fanzone's already there and he's like, hey, you. Quit harassing the Autobot, and you, put down the citizen. Yeah, yeah, Ratchet has picked him up. Like, he is threatening this guy. And to be fair, the guy parked his car under a pile of garbage. <laughs> but um, th that doesn't stop everybody, everybody, from lecturing Ratchet on his attitude. Yeah, and someone should help him work on his grumpy personality, and Bumblebee and Sari pity the poor sucker that's going to get that job, and oh, shit, he means us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they all transform and roll out. Um, Ratchet's the last to leave he opens his door so sorry can get in and before she does her key glows yep it points at something but ratchet's losing patience she's like i'm not getting it in until you say the magic word and he's like the magic word is now so she gets in and they leave now with the importance of the key giving off signals and alerting to them to shit you would think they would pay attention yeah exactly oh wait a second let's have a look before we go yeah they don't 
But then some all-spark energy stuff shoots up from the barge, and there's a transformation sound, and something that can only be a junkie on sits up. And- it's not only something that's not only a junkie on, but it could be voiced by uh, no other than not only Weird Al. Yes, it's fucking Weird Al, because I was like, I, I usually try to avoid the wiki, but I'm like, that guy's voice is so familiar, and I'm like, Oh my God, it really is him. Wow. See, I, I caught on about three or four lines in. I was like, why do I know this voice? And then it was just enough that I was like, wait, Weird Al, Junkion, of course they would get Weird Al for this part. Well, yeah, because he did the song in the movie where it's like, they're, they're all dancing around, yeah. Which they reference, like, this is maybe the best voice casting I have ever seen. It's it's not just, it's stunt casting. I mean, it's a gimmick cast, but <laughs> it's the best choice. But either way, this guy sees a, he's trying to figure out who or what he is, and uh, he pulls out a bubblegum wrapper, and he's reading the ingredients, like, no, it doesn't help. Then he pulls out a bra, and he's like, no, nah, it's not my size. But then he sees a flying billboard for the police force, because I guess the police advertise in Detroit, and it says, they're here to help. So he's off to go get help. <laughs> the police advertise everywhere. Um, so, yeah, he, he runs off to find the police. Uh, and then we go to Lugnut, who picks up his signal. And Megatron says, all right, you know what? Why don't you go find it? And Lugnut is, goes into his, yes, Lord Megatron, I'd love to. Let me grovel at your feet. You're so cool. Your transformations are the best. You have the coolest action lines <laughs> in the background. And Megatron's eye twitches in annoyance. <laughs> yes. He's like, just go (laughs) back with this thing it's walking down the middle of the street and drivers are like calling him a wreck and a piece of garbage and here come the cops and they're chasing that robin hood guy from episode four i think it was actually he well he has a name uh, we find out his name is angry archer later on uh which so you know he has a name but it is a dumb one but he's running from the police and uh, the junkie on steps out in front he's like ah the police please smash into him and this is where we kind of find out his bit is that no matter what anybody says he just does that yes he takes everything literally and he is very open to suggestion but uh when the car smashes into him the door off the police car flies up he catches it and he reads it and says oh you're the detroit police i was looking for you i need help (laughs) You are here to help, right? And the cop in his right hand has an Irish accent. <laughs> of course, one is twirling his a toy, 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 a fiddly, daddly. Um, but Angry Archer's like, oh, time to ditch the cops and uh, and flee. So the Junkion's like, okay, ditch the cops and flee. Ditches the cops and just books it with Angry Archer. <laughs> so as they're running away, yeah. Angry Archer introduces himself as Angry Archer. And the Junkion introduces himself as a worthless wreck-walking pile of garbage. Which Angry Archer suggests they shorten down to. Hi, fellas. Easy delivery. One wrecked car. Hey, isn't that your car? That's my car. Yes, and it is wrecked. Oh, man. No, look, you were supposed to deliver a Transformer named Wreck Gar, not Wreck Paul's car. See, look. Right here, right here in the manifest. Wreck Gar. Oh, well, uh, I understand something called insurance will take care of this. That's not how insurance works. Fine here. Ooh, everything okay? I'm sure my insurance will take care of it. Yeah, uh, anyway, uh, we go to Ratchet, and he's stuck in traffic and really angry. Oh, he is just on one this whole episode, but yeah, Bumblebee reminds him, you know, we are emergency vehicles, that's what these fucking things are for, so he gets (laughs) the lights going, and Suri thinks Ratchet's really missing the point about being nicer to humans. (laughs) 
Well, he's got his chance to prove it now because Spike jumps in front of the car. Grown yes. up Spike jumps in front of Ratchet, and he's like, "My wife is having a baby." Yeah, he said she's about to give birth, and their car broke down. And Ratchet's like, "What do I look like? A taxi service?" And Sarah tells him, "You know, this would be a good chance to work on your people skills." So. Spike gets Carly in the back and off they go. I love that at no point, nobody says, dude, you're an ambulance to him. Yes. <laughs> anyway, they, they get in and Ratchet just peels out, slams this woman into, because we'll get her name later, yeah. just slams this woman about. But anyway, we then go to Angry Archer and this is more of his Rekgar's taking everything literally i kind of like parts of it it gets old fast but angry archer's like what we're trying to do is steal from people and retgar's like got it steal from people so he just steals every all the jewels that angry archer has <laughs> yes so angry archer's like give back those jewels but then retgar gives him tools and then spools and then an armor car drives by so angry archer's like oh we're gonna knock over that one now so he's off to literally go knock it over yeah zany yucks zany yucks as they're chasing this truck though um this is canon the guy in the back of the car who hasn't been called spike but we have to assume because he calls his wife carly yes because uh carly tells spike to tell the driver to slow down but when he looks through that little window there's no driver. It's just a little girl in the passenger seat. At which point they realize they're in an Autobot. They both freak the fuck out and Ratchet's like, don't worry, everything's fine. And then an armored truck flies at them. Commercial break. And uh, when we come back, Ratchet swerves in time and Spike and Carly are flying all over the back. And meanwhile, <laughs> this armored car bounces and spins and flips like a dozen times. So they're dead or paralyzed. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, well, actually, they won't be because they're going to be pulled out later. You keep forgetting, Paul nobody dies in this world but we're at ratchet and he's stopped and b shows up and is like probably hey whatever's going on has something to do with that guy and retgar runs right by to something the effect of like i'm retgar i'm smashing or knocking it over or whatever yes he's got this axle with the wheels still on it and he just smacks this thing and starts beating on it so ratchet just ejects the witwickies uh, and they, um, they're, they're, they're so they're kind of out. Actually, they never really come back. This is my one huge disappointment of the episode is that we don't go to the hospital because we've already seen Daniel. So who the fuck, like Daniel has a brother or sister? What's going on? Anyway. No closure there. Uh, but what's going to happen here is they all start to fight Rekgar. Ratchet yanks the, um... The axle away and says something to the effect of like, it's important we protect life. So Rekgar goes, time to protect life. You know what? He just says everything. There's like, give them everything you've got. There's protect life. But then there's catch the bad guy. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea to Rekgar. So he runs off after the angry archer and so does Bumblebee. And Ratchet offers the Witwickies that ride they wanted. But they're like, you know what? We'll call a cab. It's fine. He's like, well, there's gratitude for you. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, being sorry. Eventually catch up and they, oh yeah, because Angry Archer gets away, but they catch up and try to introduce themselves to Rekgar and then Ratchet just comes up and is like, fuck you! And Sari realizes that Rekgar is emitting Allspark energy and they figure out that a shard of the Allspark brought garbage to life. And this is where, okay, because I said Ratchet is like, fuck you. He really is. He gets in Rekgar's face like, you're garbage. You're not an Autobot. You're for nothing. Yeah, you'll never be an Autobot. And with such (laughs) a a fluke, I mean, Ratchet is supposed to be the inquisitive medical science-based one on some level. He should be really interested in how the Allspark just brought life into existence. Yes. for no reason, he's a complete asshole to Rekgar. Well, that's what I mean. Just this episode in particular, he is just 
I don't know what the fuck crawled up his ass and died this morning, but man, he's just pissed off at everybody. Yeah, like I get it. Ratchet's the angry one, and that works. He's the old curmudgeon. But yeah, they cranked him up to eleven. It, oh yeah, <laughs> for and again for no reason. Like it. At least if there was a resolution after this where he's like, you know, do you know what this episode needs? It actually needs a flashback as to why <laughs> something set him off, why he's so angry and he has to get over something because he was always a dick in his cadet days or whatever. <laughs> uh, none of that's going to happen. He just has to realize I have to be a nice guy. But right now, um, Rekgar leaves. And as he's driving, oh, this is when when he transforms. Yeah, because he's off to deliver garbage to all. <laughs> yeah, he, he turns into a garbage truck. And then he just buries them in garbage before driving off. And now Lugnut's flying overhead and he sees Rekgar and he thinks, oh, such a vehicle is unworthy to carry Megatron's all-spark fragment. Like, it's already Megatron's when yeah. he hasn't even got it yet. And I guess, luckily, Rekgar was going to the airport anyway, where Lugnut was waiting for him and he transforms and smashes the ground with his hammer he's like all right human hand over the all spark this episode would almost be better played out on stage like as a short two-act play where it just makes sense that Rekgar is walking across the stage and not going to the exact airfield where Lugnut is <laughs> yes. but we get some more comedy here where Lugnut goes into his just zealot diatribe and Rekgar repeats yeah because he's like well, he transforms. And he's like, all right, then, Autobot, hand over that Allspark. Well, I'm not an Autobot. I'll never be an Autobot. Oh, then you must be a Decepticon. Hail Megatron. <laughs> yeah, I must be a Decepticon. Hail Megatron. Hey, 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 who's a Megatron? Yes. Yeah, back with Ratchet, he gets one of the dead or paralyzed guards out of the armored car, and he's like, what the fuck's the matter with you? I mean, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, and the guy's alive and okay. But uh, this is when Powell comes up. His name is Powell, right? It's like Powell J. Yeah. Powellson or something stupid. Porter C. Um, Powell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but Powell shows up and explains that, hey, this truck was carrying a new uh, microbots that my company's developing, uh, bringing two storylines together. And uh, Sari's like, why would we help you? Why? <laughs> yep, and Captain Fanzone's like, well, it's too bad, man, because the thing's empty anyway, so we don't need to worry about it. <laughs> so then Ratchet has to remind them that, hey, microbots let loose in the city could be really bad. We got to do this. It's the right thing to do, which doesn't really fit with his whole crumb bum thing. Like, if B was like, you know, hey, Ratchet, you know we have to do this. What would Optimus say? And Ratchet yeah. goes, oh, I guess so. And they went off. It just, like, this is what I was saying earlier. His his angriness is just forced here, so whatever. Uh, they run into Rekgar right away. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, Rekgar thinks the flashing thing on Lugnut's fist, because he's about to do the uh, ground punch attack thing. He thinks he's doing the universal greeting, the bow-wog-ninny-bong, whatever it was. And he, he slaps him a high five, and the Autobots hit the dirt just in time. Paul, Lucifer, Cameron... Lucifer McPherson. And yes, dear listener, that's his entire name. How dare you not know the universe? It is Ba Weep Grana Weep Ninny Bong. How dare you not know? Ba Weep Grana Weep Ninny Bong. You motherfucker. I have it written down. I just kind of. That was through the heart, Paul. That hurt. Anyway, yeah, he gives him the universal greeting, puts his hand on the button, and kaboom, uh, Ratchet grabs Sari. They all run for it. Uh, but when they wake up, Lugnut wants to attack, and oh, Rekgar's got all the jokes. Yep, this idiot is still alive, and Lugnut's like, oh, they'll pay for this. But he's like, they'll pay for this. So Rekgar gets up the cash register, and Lugnut swats that away and yells, attack! So Rekgar offers him a thumbtack, a carpet tack, income tack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know, 
know, this is one of those things where if, if they had cast anybody but Weird Al, a lot of these jokes wouldn't land. It's just he has really good delivery. Uh, anyway, uh, Lugnut is like, fuck this. He transforms and they start to fly away. Rekgar's on his back. And I, Rekgar suddenly has the canister of microbots now and it's cracked. And just now it spills out. Yep. It starts dripping onto Lugnut's back and it starts eating a hole in him. And Lugnut's like, get it off, get it off. So Rekgar gets out the impact driver with a number 97 Phillips head and he backs out two screws, which causes Lugnut to split in half <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in the air. Oh, so uh, and, and another important canon moment here. That means it is possible to just easily disassemble a transformer with a screwdriver. Yes. Alien, most sophisticated alien technology. Anyway, whatever. They, uh, all the uh, the Autobots realize, oh shit, that wherever that tail section lands is going to be a bunch of microbots that, you know, if they ate up the ass end of a tr- uh, Decepticon so quick, imagine what they'll do to downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. And that tail section and Rekgar with it land on a garbage scow in the river, which the mayor and some other people in suits are standing beside because I guess they were going to have a demonstration of these garbage eating nanobots yeah powell arrives and he's like oh there's a quick problem and and it's a bunch of people covering up this whole bit with the mayor at the end trying like trying to get his numbers back up i was like what the fuck is the point of this but it, it doesn't really matter because what we have to focus on is the barge is coming closer and closer and the garbage is shrinking and these microbots are about to get in the ground and overhead on i don't know man it looked like the ambassador bridge kind of maybe i don't know what bridge this is maybe but if it's the ambassador bridge which is the only suspension bridge i could think of in that area that means they're coming from canada but the <laughs> autobots are driving from canada and kind of keeping up with this barge yep and then all of a sudden ratchet just completely switches gears here like he yes. goes from 11 down to two he's like oh i need to stop him personally it was my bad attitude that got us into this mess so he goes off with the anime speed lines and close-up transformation sequence and he drops down to the barge he doesn't just drop down to the barge he trained yeah transforms drops down and then immediately goes back into robot mode like marty dear mr eisenberg like what the fuck like there, there were serious key moments like he needed somebody sorry or b to say see ratchet this is all because of what you did if you only yes. had a good attitude but none of that happens he just realizes anyway he says to Rekgar, hey you know you gotta um oh, he's like you gotta stop delivering this you gotta don't be stupid and this was the line of the episode <laughs> yes you wouldn't dare to do something that stupid but uh, I am Rekgar. I dare to be stupid. <laughs> Cue the music, Lou. Yes. Come on, dare to be stupid. It's so easy to do. to be stupid. Let's go. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of hijinks and yucks, and then Rekgar's, or not Rekgar, Ratchet's like, oh, I can't believe I'm gonna have to work up the courage to do this, and he he apologizes to Rekgar and basically says, Hey, you can be any bot you want to be. I like that. He didn't say anybody says <laughs> you can be any bot you want to be. And Rekgar says, I could be a hero. So yeah, Wretched says, yeah, you can be a hero and you can start by saving the city from the microbots. After you take out the Autobot decal you have in your back pocket and slap it on your <laughs> yes. chest. Cause he does that. <laughs> and then he gets out the vacuum cleaner. He had one of them too. And he sucks all the nanobots up, but now his backpack is full of them and they start, reacting or something i guess but uh he just thanks ratchet and then falls overboard ratchet tries to use his magnet beams or something but there's i guess an explosion he's he's gone Rekgar's dead because you know obviously people and uh, transformers die in this show uh <laughs> so ratchet's back this is where i really didn't like the mayor powell thing i was like it just felt like they had to wrap up 
the microbots, which felt forced anyway. Whatever. Ratchet picks up the mirror and Powell and is like, hey, make an agreement. And they go, okay, we'll have the old trash bots back. Bye. <laughs> so that's done. And then we go to the bottom of Lake Erie. Yep. And Rekgar is still alive and he's talking to the fish, and but he wants to help. But uh, he needs help getting out. So can somebody lend him a hand or a fin? Yeah, and he'll be there forever because, as you know, nobody finds anything that is at the bottom of Lake Erie. <laughs> Megatron can detect all spark activity when one of them brings something to life, can he? Well, I guess they just came up with that trick this morning because it sure didn't help them with Starscream last time. Either that or Starscream knows how to hide it, I guess. Otherwise, you'd think they'd be keeping an eye on him. And speaking of Starscream and last time, how do they know this isn't another trap? Anyway, Lugnut tracks Rekgar down, and first he thinks he's a garbage truck, then an Autobot, and finally a Decepticon. Oh, you're a Decepticon! Wow, that was easy. I'm Lugnut. Can't say I remember you. Anyway, let's get that thing to Megatron. You'd think that's what he'd do, right? But no, he just transforms back into bomber mode and sits there with this idiot until the Autobots follow the trail of garbage to the airbase. That was the whole point, man, getting this thing before the Autobots could find it. You have what you came for. Get it back now before they show up. You'd think Megatron would even be asking him why he's just standing around. Not only that, you found a new recruit. Well, at least you think. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show that we are recording a week after we recorded <laughs> the actual episode due to technical errors. Uh, garbage in, garbage out. Paul, what do you remember you thought? <laughs> I remember I, I think I liked it. <laughs> Yeah, was, uh, I like Weird a Al. Fun episode, definitely Weird Al. Like he's just perfect for that character. Yeah, just just the voice, the wackiness, and the intensity that he brings that to like every character that he. It's just Weird Al. Yeah, he's just being himself. <laughs> the misunderstanding, take everything literally, was funny at times, got old at times. Ratchet's the one thing I didn't care for. I don't think I cared for was Ratchet's turn of like it was just it just came out of nowhere and suddenly he's like I gotta do the right thing. And what set him off before this episode though? Because he's just on one for the whole thing. Oh, yeah, he like, holy Jesus, man. Yeah. What happened to this guy? Yeah, he really hated him at the beginning. Uh, if you want to see two people you could probably hate, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobe. Paul is at person one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you'll listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. I've always been a huge Devo fan. They've always been one of my very favorite groups. Uh, and every once in a while I do what I call style parodies. I will do a song which is not a parody of a particular song, but it's, it's an original that's very much in the style of a particular artist or group. And I, I played the tape for Mark Mothersbaugh back when it came out, and uh, he seemed to enjoy it. He was like, wow, that's a really cool synth sound. I wish we could get that. I was in shock. Uh... It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. And he was, he seemed to enjoy it. He could have been lying, but I don't know. He sort of re-sculpted that song into something else. And um, I hate him for it, basically.